Hey, everybody. Let's talk about something that Penn State has not been able to do very well recently, and that is recruit blue-chip defensive tackles. My name is Nick Pollock. I'm joined by Matt DeBear and Bill DeFilippo. We are talking about Penn State National Assignment Day, and right now we're going to talk about four-star defensive tackle Fred Hansard out of Hun School in Princeton, New Jersey. Standing at 6'3", 310 pounds, is a composite four-star prospect, number 207 in the country, the number 11 defensive tackle in the country, and he committed uh, back in late November, two days before my birthday, so that's fun. Um, So Fred Hansard, like we said, like I just started by saying, Penn State has had some pretty significant difficulties in recruiting blue-chip defensive tackles. Last year we had uh, Ellison Jordan commit to Penn State, but aside from those two, it's been a little bit of a struggle. And luckily, it hasn't really affected the on-field product, product much, as Sean Spencer's done a great job coaching up guys like Curtis Cothran and Parker Cothran and Kevin Givens and other players of that nature. But the infusion of talent at the position is something that Penn State has been missing. And Fred Hanser definitely fits that bill. Matt, he had a little bit of an interesting path to get to Penn State. He was always very interested in the school, but he had to do some work on his own to get here. So tell us about that. Um, like you said, Nick, he's been interested in Penn State for really quite a while. His first visit actually goes back to his sophomore year, um, way back in 2014, um, and got his offer in early 2015, and always seemed like Penn State was going to be in it to the very end. And for any number of reasons, and there's been some speculation out there, and we're not going to necessarily get into that right now. Um, Penn State kind of backed off him for a little bit, whether it was, um, you know, whatever the reason what that was, this kind of um, lost interest and in the, the communication broke down, leading him to commit to Florida before his uh, senior year started at the Hunt School. And I'd say probably mid-October, early November, things started to pick back up. You started to hear rumblings that he was – um, looking to visit again. I think his uh, his first visit this season actually came um, for the Iowa game, if my memory's right. That might have been his official visit. I managed to get myself off the 247 page there. Um, yeah, he unofficially visited for the Iowa game, then back was back um, three weeks later for an official visit for the uh, Michigan State game and flipped his commitment to Penn State the following day. So, like I said, it kind of came about pretty quickly. Um, the renewed interest from the Lions and Hansard uh, jumping on that and committing very, very quickly after that. And uh, just based on the social media reaction on his end, it's been a pretty, uh, he's been pretty thrilled with, with the opportunity to, to flip his commitment and get back playing closer to home. And Penn state has to be thrilled with it as well. I mean, they, he's, they wanted him early on and now they were finally able to bring all that full circle and uh, get him into the class and they have to be excited about him because he's just a big, powerful defensive tackle who has the opportunity to be a pretty dominant player along Penn State's defensive line. He is certainly big enough to handle the position. He's not maybe not quite as tall as you'd like, only at 6'3". Uh, maybe just an inch or two taller would be ideal. Uh, but already having 310 pounds of weight on there, and it's not it's, – it's mostly good weight um, – I'm sure that once he gets to school, they'll have him work on his body a little more and just become even stronger. But he has he has the ability to kind of be that next space eater, kind of that Penn State hasn't necessarily had a 
true space-eating defensive tackle really since Devin Still, I guess you could say, although Daquan Jones somewhat fit. Oh, what am I talking about? Austin Johnson, of course. Uh, but he, he could kind of fill that Austin Johnson role on the defensive line, and it's that's kind of where he seems like he could have his uh, most value for Penn State, just, just bringing another big body that can eat up blockers, can eat up running backs, trying to get through the middle, and occasionally rush the passer as well. Bill, with that aforementioned defensive tackle depth still there, though, are we looking at seeing Hansard anytime soon, or is it going to be a little bit of a wait? I, I would bet against this. I mean, if you look at what Penn State has a defensive tackle right now, it has the Cothrans, uh, Curtis and Parker. It has Tyrell Chavis. Those guys are all moving on after, uh, unless my... Unless I'm reading something incorrectly, they're all moving on after this season. So I see really no reason unless he comes in and just destroys everyone for him to get uh, too many reps or any reps really as a freshman. But I think that there's going to be a good opportunity for him lining up next to Kevin Givens uh, during his uh, what would I assume be his redshirt freshman year as that space eating guy is that guy who uh, you know he takes up two blockers and he free th- frees things up for either a linebacker or someone else in the front seven to get into the backfield and raise some hell uh, I like answered a lot uh, big guy physical guy and that's the kind of dude you want anchoring your defensive line I think he has the ability to do it but I uh I would be very, very surprised if we see him do it in 2017. Yes, yeah, so even if we have to wait a year or two to see Fred Hansard, it is pretty safe to say that he is a big part of the future of this defensive line, um, and it'll be interesting to see how, de- see how he develops. So yeah, Fred Hansard, 